So the three main topics we're talking about today, Joaquin Phoenix reportedly offered $50 million for Joker 2 and 3. What? Yeah. Uh, The new season 2 for the Mandalorian trailer got released today, or a couple days ago. That's interesting. I don't want to know anything about it. Man. All right. And a PlayStation 5 showcase was today. When you guys watch this, it'll probably be a day after, but that's big news right there. That's the thing we're going to get into later today. Episode 14 of the Nerd Network Podcast. Thank you everyone for watching and listening. I'm your host as always, Marcy. Here at Julian. And Blake. And a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I'm Brandon Williams, owner of Esports Bar KC. Esports Bar KC. Awesome. We do tournaments from Fortnite to Apex to uh, traditional Madden, NBA 2K. Uh, we've done some real cool things with Halo. Um, some real cool things with Halo. Of course, Call of Duty. Um, little kid birthday parties, bachelor parties. I mean, we just... That was A to Z right there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Your business looked pretty cool, man. I see the pictures online and stuff. Um, how'd you get started doing that? Uh, man, I'm a lifelong gamer, uh, lifelong avid sports enthusiast. Uh, I mean, you put two and two together. I tell people that the 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 story that started it was uh, playing Madden. We all in the season, uh, we all put fifty hundred bucks in or something like that. Draft our teams, figure out. We run through a season two weeks like crazy, three games a day. And uh, <laughs> I was always mediocre, a little bit above average. I never won, <laughs> but this particular time I had a real good team, and uh, those damn Chiefs were playing, man. So you know, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I've been with the Chiefs, but Dante Hall, man, shout out to my guy Dante, man. He came hey, through. And uh, he, it was the, the the game, I forget who he was going against, but he scored two touchdowns, two runbacks. Missed the first one. And then, of course, we all on in the party, and they like, oh, he's going to do it again. He's doing it. I'm like, oh, who's going to do this? Dante, Dante. So I am forget that I'm playing in a playoff game. <laughs> Hit the input, and I see him just do the joystick thing. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, Dante, Dante. Boy, I told you, Chiefs, Chiefs. And they in the party laughing by this time. I'm like, man, you stupid. I'm like, what? What you mean, boy, Chiefs? And I forget I hit the input. Dude got the ball back. Then kicked the onside kick. He kneeling the ball. <laughs> and I was just, and, it, and you know, it all just correlates to say if I just had two TVs stacked on top of one another, I wouldn't miss nothing. For sure. And so, you know, after probably about two or three years, I put it together. And, and you know, now we're here. So I opened up uh, 2017 in November. So we just about it three years now. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Um, so does this cater to all ages? Yeah, all ages, man. As long as you know A is the shoot and <laughs> X is the pass or whatever <laughs> game it is. I mean, yeah, you uh, can, you know. I mean, we do set standards uh, and guidelines for 9 p.m. Um you have to be 21 and older because we do serve a lot of booze as okay. well. You guys have food there too or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. What kind of food you guys got there? Uh, we got a food truck. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so it's adapted to So we do, we're famous for our smoke wings. Mm. Uh, we do smoke wings, fried wings, jambalaya, nacho, loaded fries. Man, don't man. get me going, man. It's, it's hungry. the place yeah. to be. I know. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. But, you know, during COVID, we're only open like two days out the week right now uh, for the public, Thursdays and Sundays. Um, any other days, they can be occupied if, you know, if they wanted to, you know, rent the space out. We just don't want to be sitting there with tumbleweeds. That makes sense. You know what I mean? During yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah Got to be smart about it, especially out in these times. No, that's really cool, man. It's a cool thing you're doing. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've never seen anything like that, and at least in the Tri Tri City area, you know, from Topeka, Lawrence, Kansas City. Yeah. Um, said so that's that's really cool. I mean, I don't want to say, do you have any other competition? But do you have like anyone else doing what you're doing out that way? Um, you got a couple places, a couple bars that do stuff, um, but they're not console gaming. Okay. So you got the uh, I won't say their names, but you got okay. places that do arcades. Arcade houses and that's big, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's yeah. cool. You you stuck in that nostalgia. Yeah. Um. But man, I mean, arcade is just arcade when you're thinking about consoles, especially with the new ones that's getting ready to drop. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm assuming you stay up to date. You know, uh, you probably have like Xbox One. Yeah. PlayStation Four. Well, you know what? I did a good deed and I rented out my PlayStation Fours. Okay. For COVID. Nice. I never got them back, uh -oh. but I rented them out in a, to a point to where if they kept them, it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, I'm, I knew the PlayStation were gonna go faster than the boxes, oh, yeah, and I knew sure. the news were coming. So it's just like, when well, when do you pick a chance, a time to get rid of them? I think I picked the best time to get rid of them. So, but shout out to that five that we about to embark on that good journey. Yes, we'll get into that. We'll yeah, get into man. That. Uh, Julian Blake, do you have any questions for our guest right now? Um. I'm yeah. sorry, I put you on the spot. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I think you. I think you squared away as far as questions go. I just think that that's an awesome concept. I know that's something that we've talked about. How you know, th there's nothing like that around here. We got franchise and options. Open <laughs> <too>. <laughs> He's like, who wants one? Um, you know that that's that's awesome. Um, you Thank know, you. and that that's something that um, it, I always scratch my head, man. Like, it seems like there should be a ton more of these things mm -hmm. um but i know just like any business you got to do it the right way right um on. you know and you've been it's, you've been open for you know three years um everything that you just said it sounds like you're doing it the right way yeah. so um it's something that i know i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure i check out here appreciate you man here oh, yeah. soon appreciate man, so. you be looking forward for y'all guys to come on out Absolutely. man no definitely man uh so outside of like the gaming uh, part of what you do uh what would you Say to someone that's not familiar with the gaming world, besides the gaming part, why should they come see your, see your spot? Check it out. Oh, man. the the Probably the biggest uh, thing that I don't really uh, wear on my sleeve too much. I, I typically don't wear too, many, too much on my sleeve in general. That's why I say no big deal. But, man, I, I haven't had any violence. Oh, that's good. No fighting. Oh, man, that's No awesome. shooting. Good. Yeah. Uh, just, just, it's just a carefree place to come you know what i mean i almost made it in a sense kind of corny for you to be having a problem in my uh, establishment no that's great it's just man. a vibe that you you know people yeah. gonna look at you like come on bro you yeah. know? <laughs> and that's what i feel that's kind of different with the with the gaming community mm -hmm. or the nerd community it's really not I mean, it's competitive when you're playing games and stuff, but it doesn't get any more. Except for Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah, my no, God. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my Smash yeah, Brothers yeah, players, yeah, but oh, my yeah, God. They've had a rough time. Come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, They're the bad hard. guys. Man. They're the good guys, though. <laughs> they, just get a, they just get the, you know, yeah. bad stereotype, but they... Oh man, they serious, hilarious. man. Dudes oh, are serious. Man. I was going to ask you, uh, did you have you hosted any fighting game tournaments? Yeah, we okay. have done... Uh, 
Mortal Kombat. We have done Smash Brothers. Uh, I'm more of a Killer Instinct type dude. Mm-hmm. Like I go back a little farther. Yeah. In my game plan, only thing I really stay up to date with is COD and Madden. Oh, for sure. And I, I, I can play 2K. I'm just not that great at 2K. I was a, I stuck with uh, NBA Live way too long. <laughs> so when the transition, I missed it, and it was just like, okay. Yeah, last yeah. basketball game I played was NBA Street Volume Two. Hey. Street was dope, <laughs> man. Was. Street was yeah. Street was class. If we can get a remake of that one, oh yeah, my gosh, please. That's a day one cop. Oh right my there. gosh, did they yeah. make a three? I think they did make a three. They did it make a three, but it wasn't as good as two. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Two was just two had good. that flavor, man. It did. That soundtrack. That <laughs> yes. soundtrack was fire yeah. too. Yeah, no, it was definitely. good. No, that's good stuff. No, that's awesome here, man. That's great. Um. Julian, did you want to talk any more about the fighting community, the uh, gaming community? Oh, like the fighting game community? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, we get we get pretty competitive. We had a uh, Smash Brothers tournament uh-huh. here in here in town, and it went pretty good, you know. It's just like having more venues like that, Yeah, I think, uh, really opens the door for more people to not only come out and, or, or how should I say, build up the fighting game community, but just people who are fans of the game, you know, anybody from amateurs to professionals, just mm-hmm. that community building that up. And I think places like yours definitely opens that doorway up. And like you said, you know, um, having that atmosphere where it's just friendly competition, right? no beef, you know, that, that really shines a positive light on the gaming community in general. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Well, especially some of the, the, the things that have happened in the past, mm-hmm. uh, especially was it a year ago, two years ago when they had that kid uh, in Florida. I don't know oh. if we want to speak on it too much, but it just gave her, it's, yeah. it's alienated us. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. I had people, when I was doing a Madden tournament, hey, dude, you guys got security? I had to hire security that, oh, that wow. week. I mean, it just had got blown out of proportion. But, man, yeah. I, I I told them that was just a one in one million type. That's an anomaly, yeah. man. That that doesn't happen no, in, that, sure. in our community. Yeah. Um, and then I did see that you do some, um, some wrestling watch parties. There too. How does yeah. that? How does that coincide? How does that melt together with those two two different communities, but still in the same realm? Well, I think by me having the the core in there with the double TV layout. Okay. Um. So I have over thirty seven. I think I got thirty seven TVs in there. Oh, nice. Wow. And I have actually, I don't know, maybe fourteen of them double mounted. So that's twenty eight TVs to where so. The top part you can watch the game, download you can play the game. Okay. And um, you know, <laughs> you watching a pay per view and then you got WWE twenty playing too right. on the side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on one of my big Jumbotron TVs, I actually have a uh, monitorized four of them. Oh wow. So it's just one screen and then I have another one that I got six on. And it's just okay. one screen. And usually I do that's where my Wii and my uh switch is at. That way it can be interactive and oh, fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh but we'll put the game on those, and the kids, the adults, everybody, else, you know, they just having a blast. You know that's what I awesome. mean? In yeah, between absolutely. time. No, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna switch over and go to our uh, our current news topics. Um, we're gonna start off talking about Joaquin Phoenix being offered fifty million dollars for Joker two and three. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> fifty million for two movies. That's crazy. That's insane money. But they didn't have nobody else to give it to. Who who was the other guy that just that that rest in peace? What's his name? Uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. He's the best. I mean, they Joker. could give Jared Leto another shot. 
Well, he, man, he just got a, he got an unfair shot. He did. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, congrats to him. The first Joker movie, uh, I think I think he killed it. It's yeah. it's one of my favorite iterations of it. Um, I don't know if it's the best one, but I, I'll definitely sit down and watch the movie again. Um, why? I, my question is, why is he? thinking about going back and maybe doing another because I know when they f- finished shooting the first one, he was like, this is it. Like, I'm only going to do this once. I think because you don't know what it's going to turn into. And then afterwards, after the movie came out and made all the money that it did, he was pretty quiet. He didn't say if he was, people office, obviously he right. asked if he was going to multiple ones or not. He said, oh, I don't know. Or he just stayed quiet. I wonder, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if it was one of those things because, you know, everybody had, that movie had a bad, you know, connotation to it before <laughs> mm-hmm. beforehand people were looking like you know is this going to be glorifying this and that um i don't know maybe that was what was making him be like i don't want to do this once but i'm i'm interested to see where they take the story yeah especially pumping out two more movies i'm surprised that they said okay yeah we want you for two more right off the bat instead of saying let's see let's yeah, do another yeah, one and see where that one goes yeah, yeah you know i don't know i mean i after watching it, you know, I felt like it was good just with one movie. Just like a one shot. Yeah, just a one shot movie. Stop. Felt like the story was pretty complete there. You know, Hollywood wants to milk it. Well, sure. And I think that's the problem, you know. Would you, it be a problem? Because he's burning out all these I don't, sequels. I don't, I don't want to write it off right off the bat because sure. cause they want to make it a trilogy. Why can't this be a good trilogy? Because I remember when this first one was. was uh, came out, the first one came out, before it even actually came out, when it was going in production, people were shitting on it already. Yeah. Why are we getting another Joker movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Do a different villain. People are complaining about how it's not a different villain. We've seen the Joker too many times already. Let's move on. And it came out, and it was so good. It was dope. Yeah. So, I don't want to speak too early and say, not two and three. I, I definitely don't want to, I don't want to say that. I think that if they keep it if they keep it out of that giant, you know, universe building scope. Yes, this is separate from the DCEU. R- right, but I just mean even within itself, mm-hmm. if it's if it's really the Joker as a man mm-hmm. and seeing what, you know, him turning into the the prince of mischief and in in all these different things, um if it's him working, you know, on the ground level, um, I think it could be really interesting to see where he goes. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to see maybe other villains because as much as Joker is a villain to Batman, he's also a villain to the other villains. Right. You know, he's oh, very yeah. manipulative. Yeah. He's yeah. very, you know, very he cons them all the time. He's, yeah, yeah. It, it could, it could be a really cool story if they, if they take their time and they do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, let us see him in a poker game with the rest of the villains. <laughs> him that'd and like dope. Penguin and yeah. Two Face all sitting around a table. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be man. dope. That'd be crazy. I just feel like the the possibilities are endless. What they could do. Um, obviously, Joaquin Phoenix coming back to do that role again would be great. You know, we don't need to jump around and get multiple Jokers so fast. So that's why I do like him getting two or three movies. Um, because you know DC is just gonna milk that. Joker, Batman thing. Well, yeah, I mean, but this is this could be consistency. People are are were complaining about before, but now yeah. we're getting consistency if they're going to make them two or three movies. Yeah, so that would help out big time. Um, I forgot where my train of thought was going to go. I'm sorry. Uh, Deadpool, right? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh I went god. to go take my kids to see Deadpool. I didn't know oh. what Deadpool was oh. about. Oh, no. But I still laughed my ass off. Oh, they did no. too. It was an accident, but oh, it, I mean no. it turned out all right, man. Oh man. Oh man. That dude is vulgar. <laughs> Oh, man. That, that's I mean that that happens. I I think I was probably too young to go see Spawn when it first came out. Uh, <laughs> I used to watch that on cable, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it turned out all right. So it'll, yeah. they'll probably be all right. <laughs> uh, with, with Joker two and, and uh, Joker three, do you guys like I was saying they're going to try to keep it separate from DCU? Yeah, should it overlap or no? I don't think it should. I don't no? think it should. I mean. All right, so we already know that they're planning on doing all this time travel, right? With yeah. the with the Flash movie, they'll be introduce introducing that, yeah. I think, right? Yep. So I don't I don't feel it's necessary to incorporate Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I think what made Joker one successful was it's um, it opened up a conversation about mental health. Yeah. And if it stuck with that and just been its own separate thing, even if they do two or three movies, I think it is good just in its own area. You know, yeah. more of a I don't even know what you would, what type of movie you would call it, but I would separate it from all the actiony stuff and make this one just a. Well, they could go the opposite, complete opposite, and go actiony now. Give us some like each movie could be a different type of movie. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. You know? I I think that um. I I like I like where you're at with that. Um, the thing is, the biggest thing for me would be to to. If they were to put it in with some of the other action-y type movies, um, I'd like to see less of Joaquin as the Joker and more of his influence. Mm. In you know, like I, I guess what I'm trying to say. So like, um, some of the more, like when you have a character that's that powerful, um, it, it's more interesting to see them move the chess pieces across mm-hmm. the board as opposed to him being needing to be on screen and doing those things. Um, I really like when, when you see movies and there's like Easter eggs or things are happening um, yeah. and that character not necessarily on screen. I'm probably not s- extrapolating this the way I have it in my mind, but um, I, I think it would be interesting for, yeah, if the Flash is moving around in different timelines and things like that, to see to see Easter eggs of the Joker, to see, you know, his fingerprint on things, right. not necessarily seeing Joaquin. Yeah, a uh, card. That'd yeah, be, Joker card. Yeah, or, you know, or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we kind of got that at the end of uh, Joker One, right? With all yeah. the madness and the riots and stuff, that'd, right? That'd be interesting. Yeah, see. like seeing that on the TV screen while mm-hmm. like Batman and Superman are having a conversation, or while the Flash is doing detective work mm-hmm. or something like that. That'd, that'd be, cool. be kind of neat. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, with Joker Two and Three, Joker Two, do we need to pick up right where we left off from the first one, or does he need to be the Joker that we all know? And is he going to even be the real Joker? Because there's rumors that this. Joaquin Phoenix's character isn't the real Joker yet. DC <laughs> needs to be careful. <laughs> yeah. Because this is, it It could very quickly, you know, like, what are those, uh, the Twizzlers that you can pull apart or whatever? Yeah. It could go in a hundred different directions. It, it could go bad. But, um, you know, I, I feel like if they keep the same director, um, you know, his, his vision, I think, will kind of keep things, I, I hope that they keep, this version of the Joker grounded because I think that's what made it so great was the other Jokers were Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker was extremely relatable. Like you understood it, but you, you couldn't quite understand how 
he got to where he was. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he quite understood how he got to where he was. His story was different every time. Yeah. Um, this Joker is really interesting because you got to see that maturation process. You got to yeah. see that growth. Um, I, I don't think it needs to be the same movie every time. Yeah. But keep that version of realism the same. Oh, agreed. No, totally. Yeah, no, I totally agree. For sure. Well, we won't know yet for a little while. Uh, we st- they still got some time, obviously. I just don't want them to rush it. Yeah, and that's th- the big thing. I don't want them to rush it. If they're going to do two and three, obviously they can take their time with both these movies. I'm pretty sure they're going to film them back to back, which would be smart. But we got some time. We'll see what's going to happen. How many, how many million again was it? 50 million. God. Just be in it. It's crazy. <sighs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't see this coming. So when he was doing that little autobiography thing he was shooting like where he was quitting acting and becoming a rapper yeah. i don't know if you guys yeah. ever saw that yeah. He just, out. <laughs> yeah to see to see him do that and i'm gonna be honest for like a probably two years afterwards i thought that was real like i didn't realize that it was a spoof that he did because i remember watching it and be like this man has lost his like he pissed off david letterman like i, I remember seeing him on david oh, yeah. letterman yeah. Yeah. sticking his gum underneath the desk and stuff yeah. so i mean it's it's pretty incredible he's always been the kind of person that you know does his own thing it's i'm i'm happy for him i'm i'm happy to see him back um you know reprising the role no it's gonna be great the, the original joker was between about 55 to 7 million dollars to make and the box office he made one point Zero seven four billion. So God, Jesus, that is straight. It looks like Jeez. it adds up. It adds up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah, that's easy money. See why wow. they're quick to be like two and three. Yeah. Right, <laughs> come on, come on with it. That's cool. We'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. DC, I feel like is going in the right direction going forward. Hopefully, they can keep the course, and we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. All right, next topic: Mandalorian season two trailer got released. Who's seen it? I have not seen it. What? I refuse, I refuse to see it. What? Yep. I refuse to see it. What? Man, I've been burnt. Look, movies now, they show you so much Preach. in the trailer. But this is a tra- This is a TV show, though. Oh, it's a TV Preach show. It. I already seen and, and Wonder no. Woman 1984. Just from the trailer. <laughs> 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 I know everything is oh, about to happen. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, I, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. And because they always seem to show you, you know, that... That actor that you, whose role you didn't know, you know, you see that an actor signed up to be in the next season of Mandalorian. You don't know what role they're going to play. And then it's like 10 seconds in. Wow. And it's just like, OK, well, that kind of ruined that surprise. And so I, I'm taking it slow. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm right telling there with you, you. I'm telling you the trailer doesn't show you too much. It doesn't. It is not. Uh, we see WWE superstar Sasha Banks is going to be in this. Sasha. She's supposedly going to be a Jedi. Really? Yes. That's interesting. It is very interesting. Uh, they show her for a quick second, and then she's just gone. I did see the picture of her. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to understand the, the timeline in this. I though. was going to say that gives a lot of information. If she is a Jedi, when does when does this all take place then? Because they're talking on the trailer. In the trailer, they're talking about like they don't really know what. A Jedi is. They don't even say the word Jedi ever. Mm. Right. They just said that these old, old. I don't know what the terms that, that they use, but it's a old cust, an old art form or old religion right, type guys. thing that they're saying. Oh, old sorcery type stuff. I think they say the word sorcery. Right. So, are the Jedi's like far gone from this time period? And this is the don't, thing I'm trying to understand. Doesn't this take place during a certain? I I don't. 
they're going to kill me in the comments. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> I don't remember exactly when it's supposed to take place. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not an encyclopedia, but this takes place between a certain portion of the movies, doesn't it? You're, I, I think you're right. Did. I thought this it took place after to. Rogue One. Okay. Like, oh, right? so this is like so this early ish. Is this before after Spaceballs. <laughs> oh, I wish they do a crossover That'd be crazy Dang. Oh, That was my favorite movie. Hey, When I was growing up I thought Spaceballs Was Star Wars You thought, was that, was, Star you thought Wars. that was a real I thing I swear on everything I did I, I swear I'm not gonna I thought, lie I, thought, I, mean, I was the same way yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I was the same way I'm like this is dope I was like wait a minute When did they get rings <laughs> I was like that's cool I want one No that yeah. was really cool uh, But no it's all, The timeline's all messed All weird um, but then again, if it is that time period, though, if it's after Rogue One, there is no more Jedi, though. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. Obi, well, Obi Wan and eventually Luke would be the only two. Yeah. So it does make sense if it's in that. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So it makes sense. Be interesting. But it's still good yeah. for Sasha Banks, though. Yeah. Good yeah, for shout her. Out to her. I know. Yeah. That's a big role. Heck yes. We'll see. Hopefully, she's not in it just for one episode. Yeah. One thing that I do like about The Mandalorian is um, I always felt like in the movies, the universe was too small. Um, and they kind of did it a couple of times, I think, in in, in the first season. Um, but, I mean, with the universe being as large as it is, there would be untold amount of planets that wouldn't have the new like would have no idea what a jedi is mm -hmm. or it would be a mythological type of thing um and i like that um that the mandalorian is kind of making you know people in the dark about things they don't have you know a major 24-hour news network you know going on um keeping them updated on stuff so it's kind of neat that that they're kind of playing it that way yeah um this isn't a spoiler but this is what happens in the trailer i know you guys don't want to. I'm gonna probably see it eventually. Okay, so the main mission now is to get Yoda back to the Jedi. Not Yoda. Whoa, Yoda. Baby Yoda. Sorry, we don't really know who he is yet, <laughs> or is it a she? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Could be a she, but Baby Yoda. I don't know. Give this thing a name already, <laughs> please. Yeah, give it a name. I know we all sound stupid <laughs> calling it stupid Yoda, but it's a baby. Whatever kind of alien he is, uh, to get him back to the Jedi. That's what this is about. This second season's about. Okay. And that's going to be very interesting going forward. I wonder in future movies that will be a, a thing or not. That'd be interesting, like, to, for it to cross over into a, into the movies. That'd be one of the – no, it won't be one of the first times. I'm pretty sure Clone Wars, the cartoon, something yeah. had to do with mm -hmm. the movies too. Yeah. Yeah, well, Clone the Wars cartoons. and all the, those are canon. Those are like yeah, – yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, that'd be kind of cool, the live action to cross over. Yeah. Who knows? Well, in closing, I will say – I like the Bellagio and the Palazzo better than the Mandalay. Nice. <laughs> Go check out Las Vegas. Las Vegas is Love a ghost. It. Las Vegas is a ghost town. Ghost town, and right now with COVID, it is. Oh man, it's heartbreaking, it's, it's especially because they built that new stadium, Raiders Stadium. Oh, oh yeah. It looks like a spaceship, man. It looks so cool. Oh, it looks like going Luke unused. Skywalker's spaceship. <laughs> That's crazy. It's dope though. Like it's it's a dope it, stadium. Yeah, it's man. dope. Man. State of the art, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it. Yeah. Oh, dude, and it's all black. Like yeah. it's literally like they call it the black the hole. Black hole. Like, Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, it's. I couldn't. I was. I was waiting for tickets to go on sale, but not this year, buddy. Nope. 
Well, we're going to go into our next topic of the evening. Speaking about tickets, you can pre-order the PS5 today, right now. Boom. Uh, but, yeah, earlier today, this will be yesterday since you guys won't watch this till tomorrow, but uh, which is to be today. <laughs> <laughs> PS5 showcase was today or yesterday. Big news. PlayStation 5. Jillian. Huge news. Um, I need you to speak about it right now. Yep. So uh, we've all been waiting. Microsoft released what uh, day their console's coming out as well as the price. So we were all in anticipation to find out what Sony was going to say about theirs. Mm -hmm. And to much to my surprise, I think uh, Sony definitely wins. So their digit all digital console starts off at three ninety nine. Yeah. And then their disk drive one uh, will be at four ninety nine. Is that right? It's a, yeah. Yeah. I would so, rather have the digital. Digital is the way to go. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't tell you the last time I bought a physical game no. that I could just download at home, you know. Um, so, I don't know. I, I was really, what they showcased, they opened up the uh, their uh, panel or whatever, their conference with uh, Final Fantasy 16. Crazy. 16. They Final Fantasy. always do Final, Final Fantasy. Right. <sighs> All right. I, I like Final Fantasy. You like Final Fantasy? I do like Final Fantasy. I like it a lot. I, I didn't like 15 as much. It's 16. always the debut game <laughs> oh, yeah. from the station, though. Yeah. That's all I was saying. No, you're saying. right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's their, the that's their mantra. If Microsoft has Halo, yep. Sony got Final Fantasy yep. or God of War. I don't know. Which they announced God of War 2. That looks crazy. Yes. They didn't show anything. They didn't show much. They but the fact much. that it came up, the way they said, we had, yeah. we got one more announcement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they just showed the graphic. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh, wow. Yep. No, that was pretty interesting. No, it was... Uh, it's, it, it, I'm really hyped for it. I think, I mean, I'm, I've am i always been a PlayStation guy myself, so, you know, this has been on my uh, on my much-to-have list for quite a while now. But uh, for the cost and everything, I think it, you know, can't be beat. Yeah. That's so Spider-Man, go ahead. If it was the same price, which which console? I'd still probably pick Sony. Okay. Because they got all the, all the games that I like. I feel like Sony has more exclusives than Microsoft does, you know. What if the games were the same? Which one is the better device? He, yeah, he's tough. doing market research right yeah, now. He's yeah, trying yeah. to figure I, out. I mean, <laughs> I'm getting both. I'm getting both. getting both. Yeah, I have to get both. So but. I, I had the original Xbox, that big fat thing, you know, back in the day, and I liked it a lot. You know, Halo. Halo was my game. Mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. Some for some reason, I switched more to games like Final Fantasy and more of those RPG types, more yeah. of those Dark Souls. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I know that's on both consoles, but you know, it first came out on PlayStation. And yeah, that's what I. That's when I picked it up. And so I've always just kind of enjoyed Un those. Uncharted. Uncharted too, yeah. Uncharted, definitely a good game. Last of Us, I don't know if y'all played yep. that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Man, I mean, we're talking about incredible, highly reviewed games, you know, just AAA titles that have gone on to win numerous awards and stuff. You know, yeah. the storytelling I've, aspect. I've never felt like I'm missing out owning a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I've only had PlayStation. Okay. From the yeah. first one, like no analog you know, controller, <laughs> oh, PS1, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crash Bandicoot, like yeah. Bomberman. Like I've, it's been PlayStation since the, since the jump. Yeah. I've never felt like I'm missing out. Halo, when, especially when Halo was like at its height back in the day. That PlayStation 3 was trash though. Let's keep it real. <sighs> I, I, I ne I've never felt like I'm missing out. The now, Deuce was nice. I'm, PlayStation 2 was nice. I'm, the Deuce was nice. This will be though, unpopular opinion, this will be, uh, the first console that I don't buy. Oh, no, so I'm switching oh. over to I'm switching over to PC. There you I'm, go. I'm I'm 
Maybe you're big dog. Maybe there in a go. year, a year or two, I, I might pick it up. You know, my son plays. You know, is a big gamer. Um, he's more on the Switch than anything. Um, but but yeah, I I think I'm I'm gonna switch. But as far as the drop of the two consoles, especially PlayStation, with it being uh, today or yesterday for you guys, I mean, it it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's definitely next gen for sure. I got to support Sony. It's the only reason why I don't care about Microsoft. <laughs> I suck it. And <laughs> since you mentioned you're going to get into PC gaming, um, everything that Microsoft announced at their thing is going to be on PC. Yeah. Because they have mm-hmm. that uh, Xbox. They cross play thing, yep. don't they? Yep. Yeah. Yes. So you'll get do. Halo on PC. You'll get all the games that they announced yeah. coming to PC. So. I'm, not, I'm not even interested in any of those. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot, like I said, I mean, my whole gaming experience is, is PlayStation. So mm-hmm. I can count on my hands like how many hours i've played halo i don't know some people can knock out 10 hours in a, a day or two oh, yeah. um but yeah I, I never i was never really interested in in those yeah they, they didn't really do much for me so we got to see some gameplay of spider-man Miles morales it looks crazy it looks cool. and i didn't see that i've oh my gosh it looks crazy you need to watch it go on youtube right now type in ps5 spider-man You'll see. It's great. I'm going to check it out for no, sure. No, it's really cool. And I haven't got to play any other Spider movie games, uh, Spider, uh, Spider-Man games at all previously, but this one I really want to get. Like, it just got me really excited, and I have to go get it now. Did they Did they copy that same art style from his movie, or is it different? I wish. Yeah? I, I really wish. That, that. Oh, man. They don't want to give anyone seizures now. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it just just as life. far as, like, the, the way the city was and, you know, the oh, yeah. the landscape oh, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. No, it's still, like, the, the New York City-type backdrop. Yeah. There's graffiti on the walls and stuff. There's yeah. people yeah. out there in the bodegas and, like, uh, street vendors. You know, there's, uh, yeah, it has all that. Okay. So it feels like you're in the city. Right. And, mm-hmm. and everything you get to touch and interact with. Yeah. So it looks great. No, it looks awesome. You know, the graphics are just ramped all the way up. Right, so you yeah. got oh, this yeah. realistic lighting and fog and smoke and just everything about it just makes it feel like yeah. you're really on yeah. the streets, you know. No, it's very exciting. I played the last one a pretty good amount, and I was a huge fan of that. So I, mean, I love that Avengers game. I haven't. Uh, oh, yeah. I love The, the one that just game. came out? Yeah. I haven't played, I haven't played it. it yet. I haven't even seen any gameplay from it. My kids got it. Well, I, I don't play, but I watch. Right. Them. Yeah. yeah. I'm to that age now where yeah. I just watch. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, my my son was he was talking about it the other day, but it just came out the beginning of this month, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I might have to check it out. So do you get to play a Spider Man there too or no? On PlayStation, you do. I <laughs> <laughs> got exclusive rights. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you guys want to recommend it today? You guys have anything to recommend? Yeah. I got, I got a show. All right, cool. All right. So every episode, we go around the table and talk about something to recommend, whether it's a TV show or a movie we've recently seen. Um, Julian, go ahead and do your first recommended for us today. Social Dilemma on Netflix. Uh, it's a documentary that just came out this year. Uh, basically, it talks about the impact social media has on our country and schools growing up, just pretty much it's its sphere of influence around the world and how it interjects itself into politics and all this other stuff in it. And it really, it's not a a documentary to try and scare you, but it is one that tries to, you know, make you more aware of, of its effects on people and and everything. And I think it's something that I would highly recommend you, you check out um, just because it's so important in today's climate. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And 
it, it go it's not just like uh, Facebook and stuff, but it goes into more like how Google, how um, it's learning as it goes. You know, it's right. It, we we always talk about how AI takes over, and uh, we're kind of almost there. You yeah, know? We, <laughs> no, we about, we about there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talking about how it's always getting smarter and how it's on track to outpace us. You know, and, yeah. and we're slowly losing it. it or it's our grasp around it. So, um, definitely something that I would recommend checking out. Yep. Awesome, Blake. Got one? Yeah. Um, so this is um, to not only the foodie in me, but to any other foodies out there. Uh, I'm a I'm a big uh, you know barbecue guy. Um, I love I love to barbecue myself. I love to go and and every time I travel, um, hit up new barbecue spots. And so on Netflix, the Chef's Table uh, barbecue. Um, I'm I'm only about halfway through it, um, but watching. They showcase barbecue from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think the second uh, episode they take you to Australia. Oh wow! Um, you know, and and King, this kangaroo meat. <laughs> so this, this, man, I, I wish I could describe into words how incredible this guy is. It, he talks about fire as though it's a living thing, um, and just the amount of depth and knowledge that some of these guys go into it. It's not cooking to them. It, it's it's even more than I would say art. Like it is a, it's a religion mm-hmm. and they, the way that these people do things like in the very first episode, not to give too much away, but in the very first episode um, is about this older lady. Um, and they go through everything she's been through and how she learned to barbecue and all this, but um, God re- bless her soul. Like it's prop barbecue is the only thing probably keeping her alive. Like she's had so much tragedy in her oh, life. My. She's had so much going on. Like, this restaurant is probably the only reason she has to get up and go in the morning um, just because of everything that's happened to her. And so, um, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in food, if you're interested in people, um, you know, and, and where the influences come from and, and not only with barbecue, but all across the world, um, chef's table on Netflix, definitely watch. Oh, okay. Awesome. Brandon, you got anything you want to share that you've seen recently? Yeah, man, I really watched the same things over and over, but, uh, sports center, uh, Martin, uh, reruns and, uh, Pornhub. So, uh, <laughs> same replays, man. Same highlights. You've seen one, you've seen them all, uh, man. Just, just, just Check keep, them out, man. Just keep clicking refresh. That's funny. That's it, awesome. Man. Um, I'm going to talk about Vivarium. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show recently at all. I don't I think, think so. Vivarium. Uh, it's a sci-fi thriller horror movie starring, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. And I don't know how to say this girl's name. Emojin Poots. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's a horrible name. But uh, she's a great actress. He's a good actor. Um, so this movie is about this couple. I don't know if they're married or not at all. I totally forgot if they're married or not. But uh, there's this couple. They're looking to move into a house together. They go on a open house tour in this community where all the houses look the same. Uh, they get there. The guy that's giving the tour of the house you know, walks into the house like normal. And then the next thing you know, they're in the backyard and the guy is gone. They're giving the house toward the house. Right. Like, Where did he go? Then they're like, all right, well, let's get out of here. That's kind of weird. So they try to leave and they get lost in this neighborhood where all the houses look the same. Wow. And they can't get out of this neighborhood. Huh. And, you know, they're... They, how many shrooms did they eat before they Oh, went? my gosh, dude. All how of them. Oh, all, all of them in the whole <laughs> entire world, man. It's crazy. So they get stuck <laughs> they, get, they get stuck in this neighborhood, and they decide to go back to the house. 
and they stay the night and they try to go get out the next morning and then they end up still walking around. Obviously, they, they run out of gas from driving of all course, around. Of course. And then they're trying to walk and they can't get out of this neighborhood until a package shows up. Um, and then it just goes into a sci-fi horror room after that. Stuff, stuff happens to them. Alpaca or a package? A package. Oh, how to say alpaca? <laughs> no, there's a package That's that shows up. Uh, they wish it was an alpaca instead of this package they get. Uh, but yeah, they end up trying to live there now, and so stuff that happening through them throughout the days and stuff. And um, I can't say any more than that. But if you like cool sci-fi thriller type movies, check it out. Uh, Justin Eisenberg actually does a really good performance in this. Um, he plays something someone different. Usually he's that nerdy, nerdy pushover guy. Right. He actually plays like a stern type character and kind of is not stuck in the same role he's normally in that we see him in. But yeah, definitely go check that out. It's on Hulu. Yep. Yeah, it's on Hulu. You might have to watch it. You might have to watch it more than once. But it's damn good. I liked it a lot. Well, that's going to be it for Recommended. Uh, we're going to end today's episode right now. Uh, hold on, we have uh, we got to pick. Oh one shoot! Yeah, there you go, Blake. Go ahead, Blake. Blake did a Facebook contest. Go ahead, and talk to people what that's, what that, what, uh, what that was about. Yeah, so it was it was kind of a one off thing. Um, if you are not like the Nerd Network Facebook page, um, this is something I hope to be doing more of, especially as we get um into more releases, more movies coming back out, us being able to get into the theaters. It's something I have a lot of fun doing. Um, so I posed a question. Of the uh, three um, guys to play Spider-Man, um, I asked people to choose their favorite and uh, give as best they could um, the reasoning why, um, you know, in a breakdown of what that character meant to them. Um, and so we had some very interesting responses. Um, I'm very um, one-track minded, you know, as as far as what I want out of a character and relatability, especially in younger characters, is a big thing with me. Um, and uh, it was very interesting for people to, um, because this was such a subjective question, um, some people would list things um, like a certain actor being goofy or a certain actor being too um, you know, quirky or something like that is a negative on one post. And the next person is like, this is why I love him mm -hmm. in this because he is this way. And so, um, it was, it was really interesting to see how that broke down. Um, and so, um, just to kind of give a, a little bit of backstory about the 3d printing aspect. Um, I've been doing it for about almost three years now. Um, this particular print, uh, took right around 26 hours, uh, just to print. Um, and then we had a, about another hour and a half or two hours or so for paint. Um, obviously, pretty simple to paint, but it's uh, there's a lot of grooves in, in areas, especially around the belts and things like that that were hard to get to. So, um, yeah, we got about 26 or 27 hours or so um, in into that. Uh, the, the most um, compelling post, I think, uh, came from Eddie. I won't say his last name on here just in case people okay. try to find him. His name's Eddie Fergal. So, um, Eddie, although I don't necessarily agree with it all, you had the you laid out the most compelling case um, as to who your favorite Spider-Man was and why. Um, and so I'll be shooting you a message, um, seeing how exactly the easiest and best way to get this to you. I hope you enjoy it. 
Um, it, it's something that I I had a lot of fun making. Um, it's actually the Night Monkey version uh, of Spider Man from Spider Man Homecoming. Um, and so that was a that was a pretty quirky kind of fun surprise oh, in that so. movie. So um, I figured that would be kind of a, a cool print to to put out there. So which which Spider Man did Eddie? actually say so was the one he said without going through he had quite a lengthy post I don't, you don't have to go through that just yeah. which one did it, which so he there? he incorrectly said incorrect incorrect um toby it wins his vote and oh, his series had the origin story down pat as well as reflecting his first experiences with the comics also it's kind of like doctor who you cherish uh your first more than any before or after um yeah, so Toby's not the best Spider-Man. I'm going to just say that. Well, you're wrong. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're wrong. <laughs> hang on. We're, think, we're, I, we're not going to go into it too much. What? I don't want to go into it too much. We, well, we can talk right. about it in another episode. Well, congratulations, Eddie. Okay. I had to do that one time. But on the on the post you made, by the numbers, yeah. who was the number one actor they all picked? So the, the number Toby McGuire. <laughs> Toby McGuire was the one yeah. Spider-Man that won. Yeah. So that just lets me know how many people are lost out there in the world today. Um, so my my favorite overall Spider-Man is is Tom Holland. Okay, that makes sense. That's a cool, I don't want, I don't, cool I don't, I don't, I want to make a whole episode about this. So I don't want to. Right? Yeah, I, and yeah. I don't want to go too much into it. But like I said in the beginning, it comes down to relatability. Mm-hmm. And so this is he is who I see myself in the most. Okay. Um, and then it goes Garfield, and then it goes Toby. Ooh. He's totally wrong, but okay. Last, I said it. Don't don't at me. We will t- we will talk we will talk about that in a further on a on a, on a later episode. Um, but yeah, we're gonna wrap up today's episode. Brandon, I want to thank you so much for coming through. Hey man, I appreciate y'all. No, for sure. Let, let people know where they can find you and uh, where they can come visit you at. Um, you can find me on all the socials. Um, Instagram is esportsbarkc1. Um, Facebook Esports Bar KC, Twitter is Esports Bar KC two. People kept stealing my handle, oh, man. and they kept and I got locked out a couple of them. They oh, wouldn't man. let me unlock oh, them. Man. So, um, Facebook, uh, I really don't post on there. But no Brandon B Will Williams, uh, and yeah, that's where they can find me at. Snapchat, same thing. Esports Bar KC. So awesome. Okay. Go check it out. We're cool. definitely gonna all take a visit there sometime soon. Absolutely. Hopefully. Yeah, definitely I support try your the wings, man. Yeah, that sounds fire. <laughs> gotta get them wings, man. You yes, like sir. you barbecue guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got it. Well, have it. my ears perked up as soon as you said it. I smoke them for five hours, man. <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. So yeah, guys, make sure you uh, support your local businesses. It's Absolutely. important. It's important. Yeah, for please sure. do. All right, guys, we're out of here. Julian Blake, we're out of here. All right, bye. See Peace you. out. Later. Bye. <laughs>